When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to The Growing Up Rock Podcast with Stephen Michael and Sonny Hollywood Pooney. Now, crank it up. What's up, people? Hollywood here. I'm here to intro a very interesting best-of-type game show that we recorded during a cruise that we were recently on. Both Steven and I want to start by thanking all the listeners. First of all, for listening, and second, for all the feedback. Keep sending it. Just when you think no one cares, someone sends you some feedback, whether it's good or bad, and it makes us feel good that people care enough to comment. This episode is definitely a bit crazy, so let's get to it. It's time for the Crank It Up Music Spotlight. For our Crank It Up Spotlight, we're going to go with the band Candlebox. The band has been around since 1990. They just released their eighth and final studio album. I say final because the singer Kevin Martin, who's the only original left, has decided to retire from music altogether. I'm assuming that's after a tour cycle for this record, but honestly, I'm not sure. I, just like 7 million other people, loved their first album, loved the songs like Far Behind, but then quickly lost interest. This new album called The Long Goodbye is pretty good, so maybe I should give the other six albums a chance. Anyway, here is BJ Kerwin on drums, Adam Curry on bass guitar, Brian Quinn on acoustic guitar and electric guitar, Island Styles on additional guitar, and Kevin Martin on vocals with a great song called Punks. Oh, 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 
Okay, let's get started with the meat of the episode. Just a few months back, Stephen and his lovely wife, Jen, Steve Wright from Potter Than Hell podcast, and his lovely wife, Corey, and me and my lovely wife, Nicole, all went on a normal couple cruise together. Yep, with no music to buffer us, me, Stephen, Wrighty, together for a full seven days on the high seas, and somehow everyone survived. This episode was recorded during that trip in one of the cruise cabins. We played a bunch of game shows, six in total, with Steven and Wrighty going head-to-head in all the games. Yep, three dudes in one small cabin with one microphone in the middle of the room, which picked up every background noise on the planet, and everyone involved kept forgetting that we were recording, so the audio is what it is. Our intention was to put you, the listener, in the room as we played the game. I think we were successful in doing that. My guess is you, the listener, will answer the questions a hell of a lot quicker than the two idiots that were playing. So, here we go. Enjoy. Growing Up Rock is a proud member of the Pantheon Network. Pantheon is the place for music lovers. Check us out along with many other great music podcasts on the Pantheon Podcast Network. Okay, so we've got a, a best of game show going on, and our two contestants today are Righty from the Potter Than Hell podcast. Say hi, Righty. How are you? <laughs> and then our own Stephen. We've put his last name at Stephen McCoy because he's Julie McCoy's much, much older and much, much uglier cousin uh, because we're on this cruise and Stephen tells us everything to do. So, dumbass, say hi. Hi. He's our cruise director. <laughs> our Your activities director. director. Head on up to the Lido Deck Buffet and... Uh, <laughs> So, we are going to do several rounds of some trivia. These two, their brain's going to be hurting by the end. And the first set of trivia we're going to do is fact or fiction. And basically, here's what's going to happen, is I am going to say a statement, and you're going to tell me whether it's fact or fiction. Everyone you get right, you get two points. There's no stealing. Each of you will get five statements. Who wants to go first? Right. Okay, righty. All right. The first one is a Queensryche question. Okay. So Queensryche, Rudy Sarzo, Bobby Blotzer, Robert Sarzo all played with Jeff Tate's Queensryche. Fact or fiction? Fact. That is a fact because Rudy Sarzo played on three tracks on Frequency Unknown. Bobby Blotzer played some live dates. And Robert Sarzo has done one guitar solo on Frequency Unknown. So, righty, that is two points for you, buddy. Good job. Right. All right, Stephen. Your fact or fiction question is a rap question. Rat's last charting single on the Billboard Hot 100 was Loving You's a Dirty Job in 1990. Is that fact or fiction? Fact. That is incorrect. That is fiction because it was actually Way Cool Jr. That was the last. I thought they actually did crack the chart with Loving You. They did on the rock chart, but they did not on the Hot 100. Oh, damn it. That was mine. So it's got zero there. All right. Back to you, righty. This one's a Cinderella question. Every studio album that band Cinderella has released has hit the Billboard 200 charts. Is that fact or fiction? Fiction. That is incorrect. Really? That is actually fact. Really? Night Songs got to number three. Long Cold Winter got to 10. Heartbreak Station got to 19. Still Climbing got to 178. Really? Wow. Yeah, I'm surprised about that as well. So no points for you. Most people don't even know what Still Climbing is. Yeah, it's totally. <laughs> totally. All right. Stephen, we're back to you, and this is an Ozzy question. Ozzy Osbourne has officially released 13 solo albums in his career. Fact or fiction? 
Okay, it's been five minutes. He got to five. So I got to count them up on my hand. Don't rush me. Just got to go to toes after that. Nobody ever said there's a time limit. Does this count greatest hits and stuff? 13 solo studio albums. No greatest hits. Oh, and no live records either. Good Lord. 13 solo <laughs> studio albums. <laughs> All that's doing is fucking up their count. It's not helping. There's no way you have these in order. I'm going to say fiction. That is actually fact. Damn it. As it goes, Blizzard Diary, Bark, Ultimate Sin, No Rest, No More Tears, Osmosis, Down Earth, Undercover, Black Rain, Scream, Ordinary Man, Patient Overnight. All right, back to you, Righty. And this is a Quiet Riot question. Quiet Riot has had seven official lead singers in their history. Is that fact or fiction? Fiction. Fiction is correct. They probably had more. They've actually had eight. Kevin Dubrow, Paul Shortino, Mark Huff, T. St. John, Scott Vulcan, Dizzy Pearl, John Nichols, and James Durbin. No. Yes, stop it. Okay, back to Stephen. And this is a poison question. The band's first single released from Look What the Cat Dragged In was Talk Dirty to Me. Fact or fiction? Fiction, fiction is correct because the first single was Cry Tough. Cry Tough. That is correct. All right, righty, we're back to you. ZZ Top on this one. The song Tush by ZZ Top was released in 1975 and was a top 20 hit on the Billboard Hot 100. Fact or fiction? Fiction. That is actually fact. It was a top 20 hit. That was a year. They've only had two top 10 hits. Lance and Sleeping Back. That's it. But it was. That was a year earlier. All right. Back to you, Stephen. This one's a Europe question. Band Europe, formed in 1979 and are still active today, only had two official lead guitar players. Fact or fiction? Keyword is official. I'm going to say fact. Fact is correct. That gives Stephen two. That's who? John Norman? John Levin. No. Me, Marcello. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Righty. Your last question on fact or fiction is a great white question. The band Great White released four full studio albums in the 90s. Is that fact or fictional? Fact. That is actually fiction. They released five. Psycho City, Sail Away, Let It Rob, Can't Get There From Here. They're all released in the 90s. All right. And the final question in fact or fiction is to you, Stephen. And band is Ass Pollution, also known as Faster Pussycat. Both Brent and Todd Muscat have been members of Faster Pussycat, a.k.a. Ass Pollution. Fact or fiction? I'm going to say fact. That is actually incorrect. It is actually fiction because Todd is way smarter than Brent. (laughs) So, (laughs) 20 possible points. Each of our contestants scored four. Way to go. Congratulations, Roddy. Same to you. Right back at you. Fuck you, Poonie. <laughs> okay, so our next set of questions are going to be around number one albums. So all of the albums we're going to talk about were at the number one spot on the Billboard 200 at some point. These are multiple choice questions. There's no stealing. You get one point for every correct answer, and you'll each get 10 questions. All right? Friday, we will go with you first. I went first last time. Friday, we will go with you first, and you will shut up. All right. Glass Houses by Billy Joel is a number one album in 1980 for how many weeks? A, zero, B, two, C, six, D, three. Six. Six is correct. Ooh, very nice. good. Okay, Stephen. Centerfield by John Fogarty was a number one album in 1985 for how many weeks? A, four, B, one, C, three, D, two. The one. That is correct. Wow. All right, back to righty. OU812. By Van Halen was number one in 1988 for how many weeks? 
A2, B4, C1, D5. Four. So that is correct. Wow. Odds of Stephen get the next one right or so. All right, Stephen. Slippery One Wet by Bon Jovi was a number one album in 86 and 87. How many weeks? A8, B1, C5, D4. I'm going to say eight. Fuck, we are on a floor. <laughs> oh, shit. That spells worse for me now. All right, righty. Escape by Journey was a number one album in 1981 for how many weeks? A7, D3, C5, D1. Seven. That is incorrect. Yeah. Really? Escape was only number one for one week. That's unbelievable. Seriously? I would have oh, guessed seven yeah. as well. I would have taken the highest. Oh, it was everywhere. Steven, we're back to you. Black Album by Metallica was number one album in 1991 for how many weeks? A4, B5, C17, D2. Two. That is incorrect. It was actually number one for four weeks. Okay. I knew it wasn't 17. There's no way. All right. We're back to righty. Dr. Feel Good by Motley Crue was number one in 1989 for how many weeks? Two, three, one, or zero? Three. That is incorrect. It was two weeks. <laughs> now we're on a roll the other way. Steven, let a grip. By Aerosmith was number one in 1993 for how many weeks? Five, zero, one, or three? One. That is correct. And Stephen takes the lead by one. All right, righty. The Wayne World's soundtrack was number one in 1992 for how many weeks? Six, four, one, or two? One. That is incorrect. It was number one for two weeks. All right, Stephen, your question. The overrated, absolutely overrated Paradise Theater by Styx was number one album in 1981 for how many weeks? Escape was number one for one week, by the way. Paradise Theater by Sticks, number one album, 81, how many weeks? Four, three, zero, or one. Oh, strong music out at that time. Dang. Oh, I love that album. Three. Why? I was either going to say three or one. All of these are strong music out at that time. All right, righty, we're back to you. Reload by Metallica was number one in 97 for how many weeks? Zero, four, one, or two. And that one's Reload. Reload. One. One is correct. Steven, to you, it's going to be Load. So Load by Metallica was number one in 1996. For how many weeks? 11, 4, 2, or 6. 2. That is incorrect. It was number one for four weeks. Really? Is that the one with fuel on it? Yes. Yes. Right? Is it Reload with fuel or Loaded? Uh, I can't remember. All right. Righty, we're back to you. Jar of Flies by Alice in Chains was number one in 1994 for how many weeks? 1, 3, 6, or 7. I will say Y. 3. That is incorrect. It was only... Number one for one. All right. Stephen, Reckless by Brian Adams was number one in 1985 for how many weeks? Three, five, zero, or two? Two is correct. Righty, American Fool by John Cougar was number one in 1982 for how many weeks? Nine, two, three, or zero? Three. Nine weeks. Wow. Really? Wow. Nine weeks. Three as well. In 1982. All right, Stephen, Clark. By heart was number one in 1985 for how many weeks? Four, two, one, or seven? It's either four or seven, maybe. Yes, I'm going to go with four. That is incorrect. Seven. It was one. Oh, really? <laughs> wow, that's <laughs> a little bit of a surprise. All right, righty. Two left. 5150 by Van Halen was number one album in 1986 for how many weeks? Four, two, three, or one? I'm going to say four. That is incorrect. It was three weeks. Shit. Stephen Ballads by Van Halen was number one. In 1995, for how many weeks? One, three, two, or zero? One. One is correct. And last question for Righty. 
The Crow movie soundtrack was number one in 1994 for how many weeks? Four, zero, two, or one. That is incorrect. Shit. It was only number one for one week. Then the last one for Steven, New Jersey by Bon Jovi was number one in 1988 for how many weeks? Seven, one, five, or four? Seven. That is incorrect. It was number one for four weeks. Four. So on that one, Ridey scored three. And Steven scored one, two, three, four, five, six. So Steven Good is job. winning by three right now. Like what you're hearing? Share this episode out. Post it to your favorite social network and let people know you're listening to the Growing Up Rock podcast. It will help us grow and we greatly appreciate it. All righty then. That was rough, righty. That was rough. Our next game is going to be What Album Am I? So you'll get 10 statements to tell me what album we're talking about. For every clue you get, you lose the ability to get one point. If you want the next clue, you just say next. When you're ready to guess, take a guess. If you're wrong, your opponent gets a chance to steal. If they're wrong, it goes back to you. We're going to play three rounds. We're going to start with the person that's losing, which happens to be Righty. And Righty, we're going to start with you. And the first statement is, technically, this album wasted everybody's time twice. Next. According to one of the songwriters during an interview, he said about the band, we probably peaked on this album. Afterwards, we started growing apart as collaborators and as friends. Remember, we're talking about what album am I? Yeah. Us. All right, next clue goes to Righty. For eight points, the band supposedly is from Los Angeles, but none of the members on this recording were ever born in California. Only part of the album was done in California. The rest was completed in Florida. But what if I guess and I guess wrong? Then he gets a guess, and if he gets wrong, then we're back into the game. I'm going to guess. All right. I'm going to say Appetite for Destruction. That is incorrect. Fuck. You'll get a guess. Three points. Three guess. Guess an album. Yeah, now I'm trying to think of bands that are out in California, but they're from Florida, that type of thing. Warrant. Uh, that is incorrect. All right, so the next clue goes to Stephen for seven points. Some believe this is a concept record. Even some of the members pimp it that way. Damn. I'm no clue. Next. It's going to be one that makes me mad because right. I need some of these things. For six points. This album was released by Asylum Records on vinyl, cassette, and 8-track. I don't think Kisses Asylum is available on 8-track, though. Next. All right. So, Stephen, for five points. Eat this part. The band was a victim of its own success, but fans still love them. That's you're crazy. These things drive me nuts. There's a lot of information in there. Yep. We're just going to shoot ourselves when we hear the name or whatever. Next. All right. Just as a heads up, I've already said three song titles. All right. For four points. Right. This was band's fifth studio album. All the hubbub about the greatness of this band. Total, there are seven studio albums. Which is the fifth album? Yep. Take a guess. All right. I'm going to say Poison Holly Weird. Oh, my. We found Sonny at his desk ranting. Seriously, Righty? Fucking Holly Weird? I would never do that to you. I would never pick a Poison song. That fucking album sucks. Dude, you owe me a serious apology for even thinking that I would allow that shitty album to be on our game show. I expect an apology next time I see you. Back to our regularly scheduled program. Yeah, I'm going to take a free shot. Uh, and I don't have all the things there, but I'm going to say um, I'm the Eagles Hotel California. Hotel California is correct. Ah, fuck. <laughs> what, what stuck in my head Four was the points. victim of, of love. Of love. 
And asylum, I knew they were on asylum. Yeah. So just to go through the clues, and I'll read the ones that I hadn't read at the end. So technically, this album wasted everybody's time twice. There's a wasted prize. Uh, one of the songwriters has said, we grew apart, blah, blah. That was Henley. There are none of them from L.A. Right. Supposedly, it's a concept record. I'm, whatever. What was the Florida thing, though? That's what it was. Uh, half the record was recorded in California, and half was recorded in Florida. Uh, I never said they were from Florida. Okay. Um, they're on Asylum Records. The band was a victim of its own success, but fans still love them. That's Victim of Love is in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They only have seven studio records. The next clue was going to be, I could argue that Papa Roach's Last Resort is better, but most wouldn't agree with me. Last Resort's one of the songs. The next one was going to be Studio Album 6 and Studio Album 7. was 28 years apart, even though they only got seven albums. Right. It was long run. came out in 79, then Eden came out in 2007. Yeah. The last statement was going to be, there's a story that when this album was being recorded in Florida, Black Sabbath was recording next door, and they were so loud that it created difficulties in this band's recording. So when Hotel California was being recorded, Sabbath was there, and I can turn the shit down. I wonder what Sabbath record that was. Is that Sabbath, Holy Sabbath, 75? I don't even know. All right. What album am I? Is Stevens. We're going to start here. For 10 points, this album topped out at number 10 on the Billboard 200. It went number one in Finland, if that matters to you. That's not. Oh, that's a question. That's. that's a, a, I thought you were just giving us the rundown. <laughs> okay, so I uh, should. I don't know any of their records names, but I'll. I'll guess Hanoi Rocks. That's incorrect. What did you guess? No. Okay. Oh, yeah, I, I just can't. Can, right? uh, was it? Did they say debut album? Or did they say that? No. No. I'm no. um, topped out. Number ten on the Billboard 200. Went number one in Philly. What year was this? Never said. Uh, <laughs> Master of Puppets. That's incorrect. All right, next clue for nine points, Miss Righties. Our main band member will turn 72 this year. Next. All right, Stephen, this one's yours. Don Airy and Glenn Hughes were both involved in the album. Wow. Next. Righty, uh, the number seven point clue is yours. Our drummer, at least for this album, provided backing vocals on a song called Stars by Hearing Aid. I'm going to take a guess. All right. I'm going to say Ellie Guns talked about it. That is incorrect. But Stephen, want to take a guess? Uh, sure. It'd be enough. Not, it's free. Um, what is Quiet Riot Mental Health? That's incorrect. All right. Stephen, next clue is yours for six points. This album has had an official release at the 20th anniversary. This had an official release at the 30th anniversary. And someday it's guaranteed that it will have an official release on the 20th thing. Three for six points. So this is a popular record. That would be from our era if the oldest band member is 72. I'm going in my head through everybody that took part in hearing aid, even if it was background vocals, because everybody was doing background vocals on that thing. Don Airy and, and Glenn Hughes were involved. They were just involved. They could have been doing anything, background vocals, and a little bit of keyboard on the record. Um, next. All right, righty, this one's for five points. This should give it away. Take me with you. Take me far away. Lead me to the distant shore. I got a blank here. All right, Stephen. This one's easy when you're reading the questions. Yeah. For four points. This one's for you, Stephen. Our first single was a re-release from nine years earlier. It did 16 spots better on the Billboard 100 this time around. That doesn't help anything. That came after the first. Sure, this is going to give it away. God, that doesn't seem like questions easier. Read that one more time. Our first single off this album 
was a re-release from nine years earlier. It did 16 spots better on the Billboard 100 this time around. The listeners had this five points ago. They're not sitting here in this fucking cabin. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's all fun and games when you're sitting in a traffic light in your car, people. <laughs> it's going to be it. So the first going to be we're going to be the first single was a cover song. I guarantee it. And it was released nine years before like some of the original done people that did it. And it's not quite right mental health because I still go back to that a little bit. But so what the hell? I'll know next. All right. Righty. Dude, this is a ground ball here. All right. For three points, the eighth track on this album would have made a great theme song for the second Terminator movie. Say Guns N' Roses, Use Your Illusion 2. That is incorrect. Would you like to think of this, Stephen? Wrath out of the cellar. That is incorrect. All right. For two points, oh, Stephen. God. For two points, Stephen, I am super cheap and I need a woman that's nasty. Why do you bring me into it? It's your get clue. I am super cheap and I need a woman that's nasty. <laughs> is that the thing or that's the statement? Or something I was <laughs> That's the statement. <laughs> It seems like he's describing me now. <laughs> Super cheap. And I need a girl that's nasty. I don't remember ever hearing something say I'm super cheap in a lyric. And this is a popular album? Yep. Platinum. What is White Snake's 87? That is incorrect. What is White Snake's slip of the tongue? They're going to be cheap and nasty like shit. <laughs> Did I know it before I said that or I gave it? No, before you said it. Oh, okay. Like, you said it. It. Yeah. All right, good. That was two points. Oh, sorry. Okay, through that whole so, thing again? Yeah, almost top ten. Okay. Well, 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 was the other song. Was the God song. damn it. Yeah. yeah. Coverdale's turned 72 this year. Okay. Don Airy played keyboard. Yeah. He was back in vocals. Yeah. The drummer who sang in Starrings. Tommy Aldridge. Uh, okay, yeah, I would have never. It's not a 20th anniversary, 30th anniversary. Yeah, because you hate sailing ships. Take me with you. Uh, take no. me away. Uh, I mentioned that song before we talked about it. to the distant show. The second Terminator movie, Judgment Day. God dang it. Um, cheap and Nancy. And the last clue would have been Sweet Lady Luck has to be with me on the next Vegas trip. Does he say I'm super cheap? No, that's in the lyrics. Cheap and nasty is the. I just said uh, super cheap, just like victim of muscling. I just I decided in my head it was a lyric. Okay, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. part of the game. Right? Yeah, all right. I hate game this right. game, son of a freaking. <laughs> Listeners, Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. 
Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once, new quick charge function, three customizable sound styles, plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica Report. And you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. This is the last one in this round? This is the last one in this round. God. All right, Riley, we're starting with you. We had six songs hit the Hot 100 in our total career. The second highest, which stalled at number 40, was off this album. Next. Steven, for nine points. Our drummer didn't write or co-write any of the songs on this album, no matter what he says. <laughs> uh, give me that first one again. We had six songs hit the Billboard Hot 100 in our total career. The second highest, which stalled at number 40, was off of this album. Okay. And our drummer didn't write or co-write any of the songs on this album, no matter what he says. Um, okay. Remember, you don't have to guess, because you're going to give him a shot. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, go ahead and pass it. All right. Righty, I just saved you. Can't give you a bone here, because you're losing. For eight points, our singer and Laura Brannigan share the same birthday. But Laura was four years older. Laura is a much, much, much better singer than ours. We're talking a million percent better. I'm going to guess Rat Invasion of Your Privacy. Give me some. Oh, no shit. Yeah. I'm like, he's talking about Stephen Pearson. What album is it? I wish I wouldn't have passed it because I knew it was Rat. What I couldn't figure out is which album. It was, I knew it wasn't out of the cellar, so I was teeter-tottering because I think the song that stalled at 40 was way cool. No, it was Lay It Down. Okay. 
Uh, so I was thinking that it was uh, way cool, and that was on the third album, which was uh, City to City. Is that third album? No, Undertone yeah, Undercover. Yeah. 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 So anyway, the hit that stalled at forty was laid down. Yeah. The drummer didn't write in the songs, Corey. So yeah. yeah. Um, of course, I'm stumped up here. See, uh, the other clues would have been "Songs from the Big Chair" by Church for Fears was number one when the album peaked at seven. That gives you more of the year. About our singer, I'm serious. His voice hits you right between the eyes and not in a good way. She moved my soul. Don't you know she's here to please? Well, I'm on my knees. Can't you see? Move in on me. That's lyric from Give It All. Mm -hmm. The playmate on our album cover was super hot once, but now runs a sports bar. That's Marianne Griffith. Crosby was present, but Stills and Nash were nowhere in sight. So somebody would have got it there. Yeah. We released a home video a couple of months after this album was released, and it was the first commercially available video to achieve gold in the U.S. I'm sorry, at the video. And the last clue would have been, you should know by now, this is a Bow Hill production, which is the song. Yeah. The dead giveaway for me was we got a drummer that didn't write like, yeah. No matter what he tells you, I was like, Blotzer. Okay, uh, look, if you want to just keep doing the same old thing, then maybe this idea is not for you. I, for one, am not going to compromise my artistic integrity. And I'll tell you something else. This is the show, and we're not going to change it. What were you thinking? What was going on in your mind? Artistic integrity. Where, where, where did you come up with that? You're not artistic, and you have no integrity. <laughs> okay, so as of right now, the score is righty 17, Stephen 14, thanks to the eight points he just got on Evasion of Your Prize. I need that infusion. Next, we are going to a trivia game called Who is the Guitarist? Here's the dealio. I play a clip. You tell me who the guitarist is. It's that simple. Every correct answer, you get a point. You tell me the song, you get another point. If you guess wrong, your opponent can steal. You each got five shots. Okay? We good? We're going to let Righty start. If I don't guess, he can't steal it. But yeah, I guess if you don't guess, you can't steal it, but you ain't going to get no points either. Right. Yeah, that's true. That's an interesting way to play it. Okay, so you ready for the first clip? We're looking for the guitarist and the song. Guitarist is Dave Manichetti from Y&T, and the song is Face of an Angel. I'm going to give you that. It's Face Like an Angel. Okay, Face Like an Angel. That was good. That was that great. That was good. I had, to, I had to sing once the that was guitar stopped in my head. I would have never gotten that. When he said Dave Manichetti, I knew that that was right, because I, I was like, yeah, that's definitely Dave. Okay, so, Stephen, you are up next. Okay, we are looking for the guitar player and the song. Oh, I could tell you it's a bit long. Yes, a certain guitar player, but I sure as fuck don't know the song. That's okay. At least you did one point. Uh, guitar player Lynch? That is correct. So you got one point. 
I would guess a docking song. I just don't know what docking song that so was. The song. Prisoner. That is incorrect. So you've got one point, not the other. Do you want to try to steal that other point? Just name a song, any song, really. Um, yeah, I'm going to say uh, it's definitely under, uh, it's on fucking Back for the Attack. Behind the Wall. Wow. You got it. Well, it's my son of a bitch. I said, if I just chose not to guess, then he wouldn't have got to steal the point. That's right. Yeah. Okay, that's 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 a different strategy. It's, it's, it's a different strategy. Yeah, it means you know whatever. All right, third clip is yours, righty. You ready? Yep. Good luck. mind at all i have no guess okay so you're not even gonna take a nope. guess okay so that was ace really oh we got your rock mm. playing was way better than i would have thought from that because it's great it's coming yeah all right steven this was the give me i purposely put in a give me in here for the loser so far to get you some points okay, okay. you don't get this one just jump you in the hand in your card <laughs> okay. you this one I, I don't know how to help you all right all right Yeah, all right. Let's get all right. Neil Sean, only the lonely. It's only the young. Only the young. Please don't. Can we get All right. I love that song. All right. I ain't gonna lie here, righty. This one's tough. Bruce Kulik. That is correct. Righty guess Heart of Chrome, but the audio dropped out. Good job. All right, Stephen, you're up next. Ingle. But you know, you guys are the guitar experts, so. Do you know it? I don't. I know what it reminds me of, but I I don't think that's the answer, and I don't. It's too good to I'm going to pass. Okay. So that one was Tracy Guns. Yeah. Showdown right on Sunset. I would have been messing with that. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, was, I had no idea. I was thinking it reminded me of Kicks, uh, but it's a two yeah. guitar player band. Wouldn't make any sense to have that on here. Yeah. The tone wasn't right for Kicks, though. Yeah, that's a thing. So listening to the tone for the part of it. All right, righty, you're up next. Okay. Good luck.
around at me. We got nothing to pass. Wow. Any ideas? No. That was Eddie. Eddie who? Van Halen. Really? Or not enough. Really? No. No. Come on, man. His tone doesn't even sound No, right. no. Yeah. All right. It's on balance, right? Yep. All right, Stephen. Here you go. Wow. This should be a favorite here. Man should have given it away. You should be humming the song after that. I can't stop humming the song. I don't even fucking like it. Pass. Red Beach, Poison Angel. Oh, you are so shy, Damn it. It's hard to pick it out of a group. It really is. And the harmonies at the yep. end. All right, righty. Your last shot here. Okay. Uh, good luck with this one. This one's tough. Yeah, thanks. I'm going to tell you that right now. The last two are fairly tough. Smoke Mars, she goes down. That is incorrect and incorrect. Oh. Take a free shot. Really? Mick Mars couldn't guitar tune for this dude. <laughs> that didn't sound like it. The last part was with the da na 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 That's what the drums didn't sound right either. Because I recognize the bass tone okay. out of that. Yeah, obviously, I know the guitar player if my guess of the bass tone is correct, but I don't. No, the song. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a guess at Mr. Big. Well, that's not the guitar player. Oh, uh, Paul Gilbert. Sorry, okay. Paul Gilbert's the guitar player. Oh, okay. Yeah, good. Mr. Big. I recognize okay. Billy's bass tone. Take a shot on the song. It's a free guess. Alive and kicking. That was alive and kicking. Oh, uh, good. All right, Stephen. The last one is yours, and I think it's only 11 seconds. So good luck. I, uh, guitar player is Steve I. Okay. Song? That is correct, by the way. Oh, shit. It's something off a of skyscraper, is my guess. Uh, I'm going to go with, because I don't think it's skyscraper. Oh, you're not going to pick out Cold in the Shade. Oh, it's skyscraper. That is incorrect. Knucklebone. Knucklebone. Ah, uh, damn it. I shouldn't have guessed. You got one point out of it. Fuck you. You quit stealing my shit. I'm stealing your shit. Guys did exactly the same there. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> that was interesting, right? It's hard when it's hard. That's it out. Is. You just pick it out. Oh, my God. Can you imagine musicians trying to answer that? They'd go nuts. Well, it's funny because that, that uh, Mr. Big song, I didn't zone in on Gilbert. It was she and the bass. I'm like, she and the bass sound. That's why I thought Poison Angel at that. <laughs> <laughs> She was so shy. That's what that last part. I'm thinking she goes that she goes down. I'm thinking that was what that was. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. Look at all the people here tonight. Oh man, I got to make an announcement right here. Can you hear me out there?
It's time to take a quick break in the action from this week's episode. Sonny and I just wanted to thank all of you, the listeners, for joining us each and every week. Whether you just found us today or have been listening for multiple episodes, we love your passion for music and rock and roll in general. We consider you all part of our loud minority family. Always remember you can communicate with us a few different ways. If you don't mind Facebook, head over to the Growing Up Rock Loud Minority Facebook group and be part of the conversation. It's a private group and all you have to do is ask to join, answer a few rock and roll questions, and you're in. If you despise Facebook, which many people do, then send us an email to growinguprock at gmail.com. We get everything there. You can follow us on Twitter and Insta at Growing Up Rock, which is one word, G-R-O-W-I-N-U-P-R-O-C-K. In the event you feel entertained by our podcast, we would appreciate it if you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode and go leave us a five-star review either at Apple Podcast or Podchaser. Now, back to our regularly scheduled program. All right, our next one is Year's Trivia. So we've all played this before. This is a staple on Growing Up Rock. I'll give you the year and eight statements. You tell me whether the statement happened before or after the year that I give you. Each correct answer gets a point. There are some extra points available on this, so that's good. I'll name them. You will. And, Stephen, we're going to have you go first. And your first year is going to be 2012. Ready? Yeah. All right. Blue Purple is inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. 2012. Oh. Um, it's before or after. It's yeah. me or Yang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Uh, I'm going to say after. Okay. Thor, the movie with Chris Hemsworth, is released. Before. Lady Gaga wins a Grammy for Best Music Video for Bad Romance. Before. Black Sabbath has a number one album in the U.S. Before. A book by Keith Richards called Life hits the bookshelves. Before. Scott Wheeland is found dead on a tour bus in Minnesota. After. Europe releases an album called Last Look at Eden. Can I go back to the black side of the question? <laughs> okay. I want to say after. Europe releases an album called Last Look at Eden. Last Look at Eden is, um, I want to say before. Motley Crue releases their ninth studio album. I always hate those because you got to try and count them up in your freaking head which one they're talking about. Um, I'm going to say after. Okay. So your year was 2012. Deep Purple is inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That was 2016. You said after you were correct. Thor is released. You said before 2011. You were correct. Lady Gaga wins a Grammy for Best Music Video for Bad Romance. You first said after, then you said before. And now that is correct. Black Sabbath had a number one album in the U.S. You first said before, then you said after. Okay, that was correct. Name the album. 13. Okay, that's yeah, correct. That's why. A book by Keith Richards called Life Hits the Bookshelf. You said before, that was correct. It was 2010. Scott Wheeland is found dead on his tour bus in Minnesota. That was 2015. You said after you were correct. Europe releases an album called Last Look at Eaton. You said before, 2009. That was correct. Wow. Motley Crue releases their ninth studio album. You said after, it was before, that was an extra point one, Saints of Los Angeles was released in 2008. That was the 19. That record is that old. 
Saints One, two, Saints. three, four, five, six, seven, eight. You scored eight there. So good round. Yeah. That was a very good round. You ready? Let's go. Righty, your year is 1974. Classic rock, baby. Beth Midler bails out seven members of her entourage out of jail after they're arrested on charges of cocaine and marijuana possession. Ah, the 70s. 74? Yeah. I'll say before. Dallas Cowboys win their first Super Bowl. After. Eric Clapton marries Patty Boyd ex-wife of Clapton's friend, George Harrison. Yes. Clapton married Harrison's ex-wife. That's Layla. That's the song Layla. After. Muhammad Ali releases an album called The Adventures of Ali and His Gang versus Mr. Tooth Decay. They make that shit up. After. Rod Stewart has his album hit number one on the Billboard 200 for the first time. After. Okay. The Diamond Certified album Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd is released before. The top TV show of the year, according to Insider.com, is Sanford and Son. After. The Who's Keith Moon dies of a drug overdose at age 32. After. Okay, that was eight statements. Your year was 1974. Midler's got to bail out a bunch of her cronies for cocaine and marijuana. You said before it was actually 1976. <sighs> Dallas wins their first Super Bowl. You said before, then you changed it to after? 1972. Eric <laughs> Clapton marries Patty Boyd. Uh, 1977, you said after. You were correct. Muhammad Ali releases The Adventures of Ali and His Gang versus Mr. Tutake. After, you were correct. Rod Stewart's number one album. This had extra points collected on it for the first time. You said after. That was incorrect because it was before, and it was Every Picture Tells a Story. You missed out on extra points there. Diamond certified the Dark Side of the Moon was released before, you were correct, in 1973. Top TV show, according to Insider.com, Sanford and Son, you said after, that was correct, 1975. The Who's Keith Moon Dies of a Drug Overdose at 32, you said after, that was correct, 1978. One, two, three, four, five points, and you guys are dead tied right now.
Stephen's up next. Your uh, year is 1971. Ready? Mm -hmm. Todd Latore is born. We'll say after. Paul Rogers is asked to join Deep Purple, and he says, fuck no. Never knew that happened. Yeah, I'm going to say after. The album Harvest by Neil Young goes number one on the Billboard 200. Remember your years, 1971. Um, that's after. The Rolling Stones released a single called Angie, and it goes number one on the Billboard Hot 100. That's after. Microsoft is founded. Oh, that's after. The cereal Alphabets hits the store shelves. I love that cereal. Do they still make it? Alphabets? Oh, that's all. It was good. I like it. V4. The top TV show of the year, according to Insider.com, is Gunsmoke. V4. The famed club CBGB opens in Manhattan's East Village. After. All right. So your year was 1971. Tyler was born. When was Tyler born, basically? You said after, 1974. That is correct. Paul Rogers is asked to join Deep Purple. He says, no, thanks. You said after. That happened in 1973. You are correct. The album Harvest by Neil Young goes number one on the Billboard 200. You said after. You were correct. That was 1972. The Rolling Stones release a single called Angie, and it's and it goes number one on the Billboard Hot 100. You said after. That was correct. What album? Extra points. Shit. Oh, God damn it. Not on Beggar's Banquet. That's incorrect. Go ahead, Sue. Microsoft is founded. You said after. You were correct. 1975. Serial Alphabets hits the store shelves. 1958. You were correct there. Top TV show. According to Insider.com, is Gunsmoke, 1970. You are correct there. And the famed club, CBGB, opens in Manhattan's East Village, 1973. You said after you were correct there. Clean sweep. Oh, wow. I'll tell you, it's because you were in school then. Fuck <laughs> off. I'll tell you what the Gunsmoke was. I can remember um, reruns of Gunsmoke, and they were mostly in black and white. So I'm actually surprised it was even 70 that that was the number one show and not before, like in the 60s. Yeah. All right, ready, ready? All right, let's go. We got some uh, ground to make up. Got a lot of extra points coming up on the last one, so All right. both of you do, actually. All right, righty. Your year is 2008. All right. American Sniper is the highest grossing film of the year. After. Audio Slave releases an album called Note of Exile. Before. Chicken Foot releases their album called Chicken Foot 3. After. Chris Cornell wins a Grammy Award for Best Rock Performance with a song called When Bad Does Good. After. Poison releases a cover of a Justin Timberlake song called Sexy Bad. Oh my god. Hardly have ever heard it. That must be brutal. Before. Queen wins a Lifetime Achievement Award at the Grammys. 2008. Before. Richie Sambora releases a solo album called Aftermath of the Lowdown. Before. Vince Neil releases his third album called Tattoos and Tequila. After. All right, that was eight statements. Your year was 2008. American Sniper is the highest grossing film of the year, 2014. You said after, you were correct. Audio Save released Out of Exile in 2005. You said before, that was correct. Chicken Foot 3 came out in 2011. You were correct. Cornell wins a Grammy for Best Rock Performance. When Bad Does Good, you said after. That was correct. 2019. It was only a few months ago, actually. 
Slayton releases what's got to be a brutal cover of Sexy Back. You said before, that was correct, it's on Poisoned 2007. Insert it here. Fucking pick it up, Mr. Rocket, now hit it. <laughs> give, me, give me editing advice. <laughs> this is not your pocket. Queen wins a Lifetime Achievement Award at the Grammys. You said before, it was actually after. It was okay. 2018. Richie Sambora releases a solo album called Aftermath of a Lowdown. The crazy part about that is when I read that, all three of us go, wow. So that means it sold four copies. 2012, though, so you were incorrect. And Vince Neil releases his third album, Tattoos and Tequila. It was in 2010, and you were correct there. And you got one, two, three, four, five, six points on the scene. Did better than the last one, though. True. True that. Okay, Stephen, your last of this game, of this part of the game, is 1989. Okay. All right. Kevin Dubrow gets fired, and Quiet Riot gets worse with Paul Shortino. Before. Alice Cooper releases his last Billboard Hot 100 charting hit. Before. Judas Priest wins a Grammy for Best Metal Performance for Dissident Aggressor. Jesus Christ. Really? I'm going to say after. Cozy Powell dies in a car accident, driving 104 miles an hour in bad weather. After. Pat Benatar releases an album called Gravity's Rainbow. After. Sting stars in a movie called Story Monday. After. Warrant hits the Billboard Hot 100 with their version of Queen's We Will Rock You. After Richie Sambora marries Heather Locklear. Before. All right, that was the eight statements. Your year was 1989. The girl gets fired. The girl was Shortino, you said before. 1987, that was correct. Alice Cooper releases his last Hot 100 hit. You said before, it was after. And it was actually the extra point one because it was Hey Stupid. Oh, Hey Stupid. Judas Priest wins a Grammy for Best Metal Performance for Dissident Aggressor. It was 2010. Mm-hmm. It yeah, was on a best of live. It was on a live. You were correct. Yeah. yeah was on battle, I think it was on Battle Cry. I was like, this is an aggressor from like an early priest record. Why the hell they went and grand? It's not after Sin. Cozy Powell dies in bad weather. You said after it was 1998. Yeah. Pat Bantar releases Gravity's Rainbow. You said after it was 1993. So he was correct there. Sting stars in a movie called Story Monday. You said after it was actually 1988. Okay. Warren hits Billboard Hot 100 with their version of Queen's We Will Rot You. You said after. That was correct. What album was it on? Uh, it was on that soundtrack. It's on the, um, was the movie called Gladiator? That is correct. Yeah, the punchy movie, fighting movie. Uh-huh. And Richie Sambora ma- marries Heather Locklear. You said before they got married in 1994. Yeah, I couldn't figure that one out. You got six on that. All right, righty. You have one, two, three, four. You have five ways to get an extra point on this, but you got to get those five right to get the extra point. Six is with the extra point. Your six is with the extra point. Your year is 1986. Okay. U2 has their first number one top 100 hit. Before. Three Men and a Baby is the highest grossing film of the year. Before. 
Cheap Trick hits the top spot on the Billboard Hot 100 for the one and only time. Before Cult releases their highest charting single on the Billboard Hot 100, it stalls at number 46. After Aerosmith releases their eighth studio album. After Judas Priest releases a single that ends up being their only Billboard Hot 100 charting hit. That's number 67. Before Top TV show of the year, according to Insider.com, is The Golden Girls. Fucking hate that show. After. Bad Company releases an album called Burning Sky. Before. Okay, so that was eight statements. Your year was 1986. U2 has their first number one hit. You said before. It was after. That was one of the extra points. It was with or without you. Three Men and a Baby has the highest grossing film of the year. You said before. 1987. That was after. Shit. Cheap Trick hits the top spot for the one and only time you said before. It was actually after, but an actual point, because it was the flight flame. The Cult releases their highest charting hit, and it stalls at 46. You said after. It was after. What's the song? Firewoman. Firewoman is correct. Aerosmith releases their A studio album, You Said After. It was actually before. Done with Maris. So yes. an extra point, too. Judas Priest releases their single that ended up being their only Hot 100 hit, stalling at 67. You said before. That was correct. What was the song? You've got another thing coming. That is correct. Damn it. Top TV show of the year, Golden Girls. You said after. That was correct. 1987. A Bad Company releases Burning Sky. You said before. That was correct. That was 1977. One, two, three, four, five, six. You're daily doubling my ass. So, as of right now, Stephen has 42 points out of all these games. Righty has 40 points out of all these games. Righty is losing by two, and we are going to the final game. And the final game is categories. Here is your answer sheet. Here's your answer sheet. We are only doing two rounds. So if you're a board game aficionado, categories has these playing cards with statements on them. Normally you have a 20-sided die. There's no Q, U, V, X, Y, Z. You roll a specific letter, and you have a little bit of time to answer all the statements with answers that begin with the letter you just roll. Today, we're going to do five minutes to answer 10 statements. Answers must begin with a specific letter that's rolled. We pre-rolled it, so that's done. The object of the game is to give a unique answer. Unique answers get one point. Repeat answers get nothing. So, for example, if I asked you both, give me a girl's name that starts with L. Both say Linda. Neither one gets a score. But if I said... Give me musicians to start with G. Somebody said Red Jafria, but nobody else said it. That's two points because it's two Gs. So you guys get that. Categories got music, pop culture, other forms of entertainment, everyday things. Just keep it fun. I'll read the card for the listeners so you can play along at home while the contestants are racking their brains, which, you know, that could be pretty crazy. I'll probably add some stuff in. There's two important rules. The first one we are calling the Zeus rule, which means no repeat answers can be on the card. So that means if I say... For the letter N, give me a kiss song, and you say no, 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 but then I say, tell me something your partner says to you. You can't say no, no, no again. Okay? So that's the Zeus rule. The Danny rule. You must know what the hell you're talking about. Okay? No, no I'm furry scared fish. of... Yeah, I started with F, and it was furry, furry women, women, women with furry, furry feet or something. Some yeah. shit. Yeah. You know what the hell you're talking the about. The fancy boy rule. Yeah, that's right. F for the fancy boy rule. I like it. If we got a problem, we got the internet, so we can check that. You guys good? Yep. Let's go. All right. Let us go. I'm giving you each a card, and then I will read it for the listeners and explain the card. So, card number one. One word to describe Ace Fraley. 
desserts, or fruits. Songs with over 50 million Spotify listens, and the highest one will get an extra point. Date night ideas. Non-American bands. Reasons to rob a liquor store. <laughs> Words with two meanings. So what I mean by that is like beat has more than one meaning. Swing has more than one meaning. Okay, so you give me a word that has more than, well, two or more meanings. Let's put it that way. 80s movies. Top grossing movie, you'll get an extra point. Musician you want to have a beer with. And the last one is cartoon characters. And the letter we rolled is N for Nancy. You have five minutes. No. Spelling doesn't count right. You're the one reading it to me anyway. I really don't give a shit. Time's up. Pencils down. And let me just say this, that before the listeners start listening, I can't believe you didn't get this. It's the first thing on the top of mind. So it's not only like some of the answers are way out there. You know, why did you say this instead of this? You know what I mean? It's like some of my answers are like, okay, that's super not rock and roll, whatever. <laughs> All right. One word to describe Ace Fraley. Righty? Neurotic. Neurotic. Steven? Negligent. Negligent. Okay. <laughs> you guys all got a point there. Desserts or fruits, righty? Nectarines. Nectarines. Oh, that's a good one. Steven? Nutella. Nutella. I had nutty bars. Nutella treats. Oh, God. So good. Songs with over 50 million Spotify listens, righty? I have nothing for that one because I messed up my numbers. That's one thing I want anyways. Steven? These, this is the stuff I'm talking about. So I put down Night in Bangkok. Night in Bangkok? Yeah. Who's that by? That, that freaking guy. I don't know. He's like a YouTube guy. Just look it up. I don't even know. I can't remember his name. Murray, maybe, or something like that. And okay. Let's see. Night in Bangkok is Murray Head. Yeah, okay. And it, it may not even have 50, 50 million, but I think it does. It was pretty possible. 67 million. Yeah. Good job. Good job. I never even heard of that one. It's awful. And you've got two points for that, because since he didn't give an answer, you got the highest one, too. Date night ideas, righty? Nice dinner. Nice dinner. Steven? Night walk on the beach. Night walk. Jesus Christ. That's pushing it. Um, okay. Non-American bands, righty? Night wish. That's who I had too. God damn it. Three. Same thing, Nightwish. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> who the fuck will come up with that one? Okay. Uh, reasons to rob a liquor store. Heidi. I said new car. New car. Okay. Steven? I said need rent money. Need rent money. I had uh, never wanted to work again. So you'd have to probably <laughs> yeah, uh, rob a few of them. Uh, words with two meanings, righty? I put none. None? Mm -hmm. Okay. Steven? I'm putting nut. Nut? Yeah. Okay. 
others that would have worked. Novel, net, nail, note, negative. There's a bunch of them. 80s movies, top grossing's going to get an extra point. Whitey. I put new car, even though that's not a thing. That's not a movie. <laughs> Steven? Steven? I put Night Shift. Night Shift is an 80s movie, and you're going to get an extra point, because obviously you didn't have an answer. Love that, man. Mm-hmm. I went with National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Never Say Never Again. No Way Out. Musicians you want to have a beer with. Righty. I said Nuno Betancourt. Nuno. Steven? I'm going to get shit with this, but it's first thing that came to mind, and you know, it'd probably be fun. I'm surprised if we didn't double this one up. The Nuge. Nugent, Nugent. Oh, I had to pull shirts in there. Let's go. All right. Uh, cartoon characters, right? Jimmy Neutron. Okay, we'll put Neutron. Steven. Uh, this one I didn't have. Nemo. Remember Nemo? That man's tougher. I could not come up with anything. I go immediately to like Looney Tunes to try to. I know. I'm trying to this. think. I'm like, eh. Here's where we're at with one categories left. Steven got 10 on that one, which takes his score to 52. Righty got 7 on that one, which takes his score to 47. Steven is winning by 5 with one round left. And we are going to go with the last categories card. The last categories card is guitarists. U.S. cities, the largest population to get an extra point. Songs you would hear in a strip club. (laughs) Six-letter words. Album that hit the Billboard 200 and the highest charting will also get an extra point. Items in a refrigerator. Things that people generally lose. TV shows. American bands. Pro sports teams. Biden needs a miracle. Better get some triples and quadruples going. Yeah, no shit. Because the roll the letter is far. Clock starts now. Six, five, four, three, two, one. You did well, didn't you? I don't know. down. I'm hoping I missed. All right. The letter was R. We are going with Guitaris. Who was brave enough to put the right one down? Ready? Red Rocker Sammy Hagar. How about two points for me with Randy Rhodes? Yeah, that's what I figured you were going to do just to make him not have the two points, but I guess you get both get two. Wait, how does he get two? Red Rocker, Sammy Hager. Come on, man. Nicknames don't count. That's a shystery move. Randy's a nickname. His real name is Randall. Oh, get on there. You're... U.S. cities. Raleigh, North Carolina. Raleigh. That's a better one than mine. What do you know? 
Reno. Okay, so Raleigh and Reno both have a lot of population. So we have to check this because this is closer than you think. Riverside would have been the other one that would have been. I think Raleigh's going to be Carolina big. population. Raleigh, North Carolina population is 469. 469. Reno, Nevada population is 268. Raleigh wins that one. Yep. Songs you were here in a strip club, righty? Read my body. Yeah. My body. Run away. Six letter words, righty? I didn't get that one. You didn't get a six letter word. I, I, I messed up. Oh my God. I messed up. I think you messed up more than just that with the look on it. I his totally tongue. messed that one up. That was the only one I messed up. Rock. That's the easiest one. I know. Albums that hit the Billboard 200. Highest charting gets an extra point. Righty. That's Revenge. Revenge, okay. Super hard. I had nothing. You had nothing. Nothing. Wow. Repeat Defender. Could not come up with what that. that. Couldn't think of it. Richard Marks. Richard Marks. Number one album. I don't know. I know the song. I, I can't like, even think of any. What are some more? Um, It's hard. Yeah, I would have probably came up with Revenge, too. Watch. We're going to be coming up with a There'll be a thousand dinner. of them. Yeah. At dinner. We're going to yeah. be like, yeah. yeah, random. Right, you got two points there. Items in a refrigerator. Red radishes. Red radishes. Steven? Uh, relish. Relish, okay. Things that people generally lose. Reason. Reason. Oh, that's good. Steven? Ratchets. TV shows. The Red Skelton Show. The Red Skelton Show. You missed You missed a double R. Real world. Real world. You both missed a double R. What? And the TV show was in our lifetime. Richie Rich. Uh... American bands, righty? Radiohead. Radiohead. Are they American? I don't know. No, they are not. That is incorrect. They're not an American band. They're British. UK. Um, I put rat. Rat. Okay. So yours will not get a point. Pro sports teams. The Rumble Ponies. Rumble Ponies. You've got the Red Riders, by the way. The Renegades. Renegades. Okay. So, Stephen there got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, which puts his total at 62. Right, he got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, which puts his total at 59. And Mr. Stephen Michael McCoy shithead wins. Fuck. Whose house? Michael's house. Mm, defend the house. What was his final score? 62 to 59. Oh, that's not bad. Some here's some albums that were could have started with are that hit the Billboard Top 200. Right here, right now, the live record from Van Halen. Richard Marks' uh, debut, Richard Marks. Oh, right. And uh, also Richard Marks' um, Rush Street. Both of those hit the Top two, uh, 200. Rebel Yell. Road to Ruin the Ramones. Would that have been in the Top 200? Probably. Rat and Roll, that eighty-one ninety-one record probably got there. Yeah. Yep. Um, so the world was there for sure. Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, the first album. Oh, yeah. That was there. You think so? I think so. Regatta de Blanc by the Police. Uh, Ario Speedwagon, the first album. Retroactive by Def Leppard. Oh no, they're de- I don't know. It's got to start by uh, with R though, right? Huh? Yeah, yeah. Retroactive by yeah. Def Leppard would have made it. Rock or Bust by ACDC would have made it. Rock and Roll Over by Kiss. Yep. Uh, Reload by Metallica. Oh, we just knocked her all over. Yeah. Yeah. 
Ritual de la Vitual, yeah. Jane's Addiction. Uh, Ray of Light, Madonna, Raised on Radio, Journey. Um, We're stuck at the RAs. I know, I know. Rock and Soul Part 1, Hollow Notes, yeah. Ride the Lightning, Metallica. And on. And on. And on, and on yeah. And on. Damn it, I always hate that crap. Draws me nuts. Now, should we consider this a successful experiment? There you go. Another episode in the books. Both Steves were mentally burnt after this game show because they really struggled at parts. The three of us would like to thank Jen, Corey, and Nicole for putting up with all our antics for a full week and for basically being in our lives to begin with. And finally, Stephen and I again want to thank you for being a loyal listener. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, leave a review, and then go to Podchaser and rate and review there. It really helps us out. Now, we didn't do a kiss connection on this episode, so as per the grown-up rock tradition, I'm going to shuffle, rattle, and roll us out of here, but this time, it'll be with a random kiss cover song from a very interesting album that's not exactly rock, but give it a chance. Talk to you soon. Later. That's the show, so let's shuffle, rattle, and roll us out of here. Until next week. Always remember, peace, love, and rock and roll. I'm straight for a living, but she's only begun. Got you under their thumb. Hit it. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.